another episode Behind the Vinyl with Darren and Nicholas. Alrighty, we're back with another episode of Behind the Vinyl. Uh, Nicholas, as is every week. Yes. And this time we've got Ricky Warwick from uh, Black Star Riders. Hey, hey. Welcome aboard, mate. Good to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, very welcome. And um, it was your choice for record this, this month. And uh, what did you go with? I went with a uh, motorhead, Ace of Spades, which I believe came out in 1980. Did. In November. November 9th. Wow. Um, November 20? November 8th. 8th. Yeah, yeah. November 8th. I would have yeah. been 14 years old, and that's when I really was buying music like it was going out of style. Mm. You know, I had a paper round. All my money went on albums. Everything from the jam to Motorhead, and I think seeing Motorhead, I think I saw I read something about him in Sounds magazine, right? right. Yep. Yeah. And that's what I'm just seeing what Lemmy looked yeah. like, and then hearing a friend. I think a friend played me Ace of Spades. I went, I gotta get you. Said, well, you know, it's an album, so I went out. I remember going buying the album. Uh, I lived in a small town just outside Belfast. Yep. I remember getting the bus into a shop called Smiths, which is in a town called uh, Newtonards in County Down. Uh, one Saturday morning. Going in with my, you know, my five pounds that I had. I think the album was three pounds ninety nine, and, uh, and 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 buying it and bringing it home and and you know and cranking it on the old record player. That's a different thing because, like back then, also, I mean, I'm thinking the eighties and stuff like yeah. that, and I started buying records around eighty two, eighty three, sure. something like that. But you had to make an effort. Yeah, to right. get an album, right? Sometimes you had to get on the bus to another town. It's a physical to, thing. To, I mean, know. I actually talk about that when we play Black Stars in the show. We're yeah. talking about you know putting the first single out, and to a lot of people that are under a certain age, they don't know what that really is because <laughs> no. it's a click. Yeah, and the fact that back when we were kids, it was a physical thing that yeah. you had to get off your backside, oh, yeah. get on the bus, and then God forbid, interact with people. Yep, you know. In, in a social situation yeah but that's what made it magical yeah you know um, it was also an investment a, a, a monetary investment you were working hard you were doing yeah. your, your paper run you were putting yeah. all your money into this um, yeah but we again there wasn't distractions it was music or football right you yeah. know video games were, hadn't really happened back then you know um yeah, I wasn't that interested in clothes or anything like that back then so it was yeah. just it, it was it was football or, or music you know what else were you listening to around that time? God, everything from, I mean, as I said, to the, ja- the Jam, Stiff Little Fingers, right. um, mm-hmm. you know, Ramones, ACDC, yeah. Thin Lizzy, obviously. Yeah. You know, See, all, just rock just rock and roll, you yeah. know, from, from, from mod to punk to, to heavy rock. I was never much of a metaler. Right. You, even, you know, back then, never. I mean, metal to me, the heaviest I would get would be DC and, and, um, and, and Motorhead. Right, and okay. Finn Lizzy. I like that side of it. I was never, and, and I love them now. I was never much of a Sabbath fan back then. I like later years. I got it and got into yeah, it, but yeah. that it was more. I like the sort of I like the songs. Yeah, I like bands with songs more more so maybe than than riffs. All those bands that have great riffs, but you, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
I, I think ACDC to me are a little bit like Motorhead in the fact that they you know they they crush genres you know, oh yes, yeah, yeah. Band, oh, punk, yeah. Like yeah. Lizzie do too, yeah. and, and Lizzie do yeah. as well. Yes, you know, yes. You know, Phil was edgy looking. He, he had the bullet belt on. He's you know like Lemmy. That the punks loved them, yeah, as much as the rockers did, and yeah. that was it for me as he well. Play dancing in the moonlight, and, and the punks would love that. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, because he was cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's like Lemmy had that too, and I think that's what loved it. And you know that album, Ace of Spades, I think spawned. You know, the, the, I mean, the, the exploded, discharged, GBH. They'd be the first, I think, to say that album is a huge influence on them. Oh yeah, yeah, you know. Now they come out like we said in eighty. Yeah, we just had the year before seventy nine, which come out yeah. uh, Bomber and Overkill. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and I would say Overkill is probably my favorite Motorhead record. Mm. Great record. Mm. Yeah, mm. So I would work backwards. That was my first one. Then I went backwards and got the other ones. But I mean, a song like like shoot you know shoot you in the back and that riff and the whole thing. I was just like, this is incredible. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'd never heard anything sounded like that no. at the yeah. time. You know, the, 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 and how fast it was yeah, and the drumming yeah. and Lemmy's vocals kind of buried in the mix and yeah. you know, and I'm just like, this is this is this is amazing. These guys are the real deal and the way they looked. I mean, they they were. They just look like they'd kick your head in, yeah. <laughs> you know, physically and orally, you know. And I was just like, "This is, this is, I love this," you know. You when, know? when did you? Um, we, we're skipping ahead, and we'll jump sure. right back. When did you first play with Motorhead? Because you did. You, was that with the Almighty? Uh, yeah, it was, and it was amazing. I, I got to know Lemmy when the Almighty got signed, and we were sort of based in London. And I first got into just to Lemmy at the Hippodrome in London, where I used to have a, a rock night there. Corner of Leicester Square. Yeah, there, like right. Yeah. And um, I first met him there. And of course, we were the considered the new pretenders, you know. And yeah. I had my mic stand like Lemmy and the whole thing. And and Lemmy being Lemmy, I used to have it like that. Yeah, and I was a total ripoff. I'm, I'm, I'm gladly in, admit it. And Lemmy being as cool as he was, sort of gave me the raised eyebrow when I met him. You know, you know, you know, so you're the you're the new upstarts, are you? You know, and, and I just knew, like, we were way out of our league, you know, Lemmy's knocking back a Jack and Cox, and I'm trying to keep up with him, and after three or four, I'm, like, slurring my words, and, you know, the whole thing, and he was really sweet to me, and then, we were, I was supposed to write a song, I asked him to write a co-write song for the Almighty's second album, and he was in the process of moving to, to Los Angeles at that time, Right. and the day I was supposed to go over to his house to write with him, he was sick, Oh. And we he, we postponed it. I remember he, he called me and said, "Like I'm not feeling like good, Rick. You know, do you, you know, don't don't can we can we postpone it?" I'm like, "Yeah, no problem, man." And then he moved about three weeks later, and we never we never wrote that song, oh. which was a real shame. Yeah. But then you know when Soul Destruction came out, the second Almighty album, um, and they just put out 1916, which I guess and for a lot of people was their big comeback album, mm, yep. which is an amazing album. Uh, they asked us to do the UK tour with them, and it was. It was just brilliant. Yeah. I mean, it was just the best tour. They treated us so well. You know, it was that lineup of Wurzel, Phil Campbell, Filthy on the drums, obviously Liam. Yeah. Um, they were brilliant. They sort of found their swagger again after a couple of years of, you know, a few dodgy albums or what have you. Yeah. And it was, it was just great. And Lemmy was so sweet to me on that tour that, you know, we just stayed friends, you know, right up until he passed away. Right.
Yeah, cool. That's what everyone says about Lemmy. He's just like the nicest. Yeah, yeah. Such a gentleman. Yeah. You know, he was showing me lyrics to songs that he'd written for other people or stuff they'd written. You know, he'd pull out this folder and it'd be really cool, beautiful, almost like poetry. You know, yeah. very underestimated guy in his in his writing because people just see him and that's that one dimensional role as you know the guy with the warts in his face drinking Jack Daniels smoking yeah. a Marlboro and you know doing Motorhead yeah. way more to the man than, than that yeah. you know yeah. that people saw I, I remember seeing pictures like like 80s and mid 80s pictures of him and Samantha Fox yeah I remember like, that too he knows Samantha Fox yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> they're hanging out together yeah. wow well, he was actually on the, um, is it the latest issue of Sweden Rock Magazine? Right, yeah. Uh, yeah. He, he's on the cover, and it's a Great. classic photo, photo around, probably around 79 yep. kind of era. Um, like you said, he's the ugly man with the war. He's actually a good-looking guy. Of course he is. Yeah. You know, in those yeah. photos, he's actually, you look yeah. at him oh, yeah. now, and you're like, actually, yeah. you're a really good-looking guy. Yeah. He has something about him. That, he has that, 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 that aura. Yes. Even in a oh, yeah. picture, he has an aura. Around oh, yeah. Him. Yeah. 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 So, Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the album starts off with uh, Ace of Spades. Yeah, which I, I think is... Arguably, but in my my humble opinion, probably one of the greatest rock and roll songs ever written. Yeah. Um, I just did a documentary um, for the BBC last year, tracing the uh, the roots of um, Ulster Scots, you know, Scots Irish American influence coming to America and how they came into you know in, in the 1700s and how it transpired all the way through to Eddie Cochran and, and mm. Elvis Presley, who could trace their roots back to the whole thing. And we broke down how a song like something by Hank Williams wasn't that far away lyrically removed from something like Ace of Spades right because if you break it down and you play it in G which is in G anyway and play it like a country song it sounds killer <laughs> it sounds like a, it sounds like the, the, the greatest song Hank Williams never wrote you know yeah. what I mean and that's the genius of that song yeah you know so uh, yeah I, I that's I never get tired of listening to that song yeah but he got because he in his book he wrote and his book came out in 2002 I think yeah. that he was sick and tired of playing Ace of Spades yeah. they played it every night and he right. knew the fans liked it but yeah. he was kind of tired of sure because they had so he meant that they had so many other songs that were yeah. good and blah 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 but he was really tired of playing Ace yeah, but of Spades this, this is a question you can answer which we, we can't like do you get tired of playing the song or do you get tired <laughs> of the expectations of that song and the the anticipation of that in the set list and um, you know is it not so what, much what, the song, but the yeah, and it's a great and it's a great question. I think that what keeps you wanting to play that one song that you have to play is the audience's reaction to it and right. seeing how much they love it. For me, that's what keeps it interesting. You know, and, um, it's absolutely there's certain songs where you go, "Oh, really? I can play that again." You know, it's like it's not or it's not very challenging. Usually, the best songs are the easy songs to play because right, yeah. there's only three <laughs> chords in them. Yeah. Isn't, it's funny how that works, right? So you always go, "Oh, really?" This, but but then you see people losing their mind to it, and you go, "Hang on a minute, it's not about me. This song means everything to these people." So yeah. let's take me out of the equation here, and what I think it doesn't matter. This song is connected with them on this level that. You know, it means so much more to them. So, you know, that's the way I look at it. Watch it. 
for fools, but that's the way I like it, baby. I don't want to live forever. And don't forget the Joker. The, the biggest Motorhead song, um, Ace of Spades. Ace of Spades or, or yeah. Overkill? I think Ace of Spades. I think if you turn on the radio yeah. with the rock stations and so on, yeah. uh, I think Ace of Spades is usually the one you hear. You know, you know I think people who've never he- really heard of Motorhead would know Ace of Spades. Yes, yeah. yes. You know, I'm, it, I'm it, thinking of the Overkill, the fact that he's still playing with the Scorpions. Yeah. Metallica covered it. Sure. Oh, sure, yeah. yeah. Stuff, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. it's a bit like the Boys Are Back in Time with Lizzie as well. It's, oh, that, yeah. it's that one song that yeah, identifies yeah. that band. Yeah. Right. You know, for me, you know, as Boys Are Back in Town, my favorite Lizzie song, by no means... It is. It's an amazing song. Yeah. Yep. But, you know, if I'm talking to somebody in the States where Lizzie weren't well known, everybody knows Boys Are Back in Town. Right. Yep. right. I think yeah. it'd be the same with Motorhead. Yeah. Everybody would know Ace of Spades. Yeah. And, Absolutely. You know. Apparently, he wrote the lyrics in the back of a transit van on a motorway doing 80 miles an hour. Brilliant. Oh, really? Yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> Love it. Brilliant. But I just, you know, again, we got Fast Eddie on that, and his guitar playing is amazing. Um, you know, we are the road crews on that album oh, yeah. as well, which yeah, is yeah, yeah, yeah. another what great, album. great song. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, lyrically, yeah, oh, it's unbelievable. <laughs> it's so good, no. so spot on. Yeah, so cool. you know, um, it's Emergency on that album too. I think it is, isn't it? Or is it, or is it on one of the bonus ones that might have come out? Because I have a couple of copies of that album. Right, I'm not sure yeah. if it's on the original. Uh, but that's sure. a great song anyway yeah. whether it's on the album or not I mean Girls Girl end up covering that obviously as well yeah yeah. Um, yeah that's another thing that he was really pushing for the for for women yes with, with the Wendy Girls Wendy, School Wendy, Wendy and, 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 and Joan Jett yeah. and, 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 yeah. and all these yeah. and the plasmatics and all that stuff absolutely yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. he yeah. was really early on with yeah. with all that stuff yeah which was no really very cool. misunderstood man Lemmy you know I think by, by a lot of people in general because like you said when you, when you did meet him and you saw how calm and together and um, educated the guy was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was a mine of information. Yeah. You know, very knowledgeable guy. Um, I last did some shows with him in 2009. He had a rockabilly band called The Headcat. Yes. Oh, yes. With Slim, yeah. Jim, Slim Jim Phantom. Yeah. And um, I was doing my acoustic stuff and I opened up for them. Uh, did like three House of Blueses in California. Gotcha. Yeah. And I opened up for them. And, and, and that was the sort of the last time that I really had a good hang with him and a good talk and... Yeah. That, that, that kind of thing you know um, and uh, again because he his first love is rockabilly 
Right, yep. yeah, yeah. You know, that's what he was really into. And he really loved doing that. those shows of Slim Jim, you know. It was, yeah. Oh, yeah. And Danny Phantom was a guitar player, I think. Was right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's great. Yeah, actually, I've never talked to anyone about that. It's, yeah. Um, he, he, he loved it up there. He loved playing. Yeah, I mean, he, he said that's his favorite thing. He was really, Eddie Cochran was his hero, and yeah. he just loved all, all the rockabilly stuff. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what he's kind of some more. He just was a, like a loud, hard, fast rockabilly band, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, what a, what a guy. Yeah. yeah. Still waiting for that solo album we recorded. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Which, which I wonder is, if it's which coming. Is around, supposedly. Yeah. 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 And then obviously they got the Hall of Fame thing. He, they're up for the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Um, which, which I got a feeling, well, well, I hope they get through, you know, because it's. Uh, yeah, and I'm glad that the, the, the Phil Campbell and, and Mickey got yeah. recognized yeah, for yeah, that. Yeah, I thought yeah. that was and very, very not cool that they did no. to begin yeah, with. No. So. And, and I think that was a little bit, um, you know, uneducated. Kind yeah, of, I think it was. They, I think I it was think an oversight. There was no, malice no. In it in, in it. no, no. But I mean, Phil's been in the band what thirty years. Yeah, Mickey's yeah, been yeah. In, what, 20, 25, 25 years. Yeah, so yeah, they, it's quite they, they deserve to be there. So. Yeah. Well, that's funny that there there are bands in the Hall of Fame that were you know there were bands that were influenced by yeah. a lot of bands that are not in the Hall of Fame, like uh, Motorhead, who influenced a lot Fennessey, of bands. of course, you yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, absolutely. Scott's up for it this year. Oh, yeah, 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 well. yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. It's great. It's really crazy. cool. Yeah. 
So we are the road crew. Uh, we are pr- the road probably crew. another uh, another standout track from the record. Yeah, yeah. I love that um, one. An ode to to the road crew. Yeah, and and still. It was a crowd favorite all the way to yeah, the end. Yeah, yeah, oh, well, yeah. You know, it's all on the live album, and and yeah, I mean, and and you know, they are the guys that make it all happen. And again, Lemmy understood that and appreciated that, <laughs> yeah, and wrote a song for them about them, yeah. And uh, like you said, the lyrics are are pretty funny and very clever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, we actually did a behind the vinyl not too long ago with Mickey D, which yeah. was was quite hilarious, and uh, he's now playing with the Scorpions. Of course, yeah. And he was talking about how how his view is so nice now because it's a clean stage and he overlooks everything. And and Motorhead, he was kind of surrounded with, you know, um, Lemmy stack on one side, kind yeah. of buried in between Lemmy stack on one side and, and Phil Phil's, stack on the other. Yeah, side. yeah. And, and Phil would come over and turn Lemmy down and then go back and do a solo and Lemmy would come over and turn <laughs> all this kind of stuff. Constant volume wars, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, and they go down as one of the one of the loudest bands around. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I remember when we wrote with them with the Almighty, we I mean, we were pretty loud. But, you know, as soon as they came on, it was just like, it was it was ear splitting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it was something else. It was like a, like a you know, 747 airplane taking off. It was, uh, it was insane. Yeah. First time seeing Motorhead? Oh, I was a late bloomer. Well, they played in my hometown in 1985 because they did a Swedish tour where they played a lot of small places and nobody could really understand why are Motorhead doing this. And they played in the ice hockey arena in in my hometown, which is a really small town. But I wasn't a Motorhead fan back then. I just thought that people that listen to Motorhead were all these like they were all criminals you know the, right. the bad guys in school and all that so I didn't go yeah. so I didn't see him until I think sometime in the 90s actually yeah. but um, always a good show yeah. always a good show no, no matter like what for me, I think I didn't see him until like the Orgasmatron album which is right. Right. 86, right. 87 maybe yeah. so yeah I think it was might have been Nottingham Rock City actually I saw him oh. I can't remember right okay you know um Running about that time because I was I just joined New Model Army I think when that that album came out so it was running about that time yeah. Hey! 
the album cover it, with, with the uh, with the uh, the sand and all that stuff yeah. it was shot in North London in Barnet or whatever it's called. Oh, Barnet was it really? <laughs> Barnet, yeah, and the sky the sky is airbrushed in because it was a gray sky that day. That's, that's just hilarious. Yeah, that's yeah, it looks like it's straight out of the Mojave Desert as well. Yeah. It's actually Barnet in London. Yeah. That's fantastic. It's quite an interesting cover, really. Yeah. It is. Yeah, not their greatest, but yeah. it's quite. Yeah, it's quite yeah. interesting. I like it. It looks cool. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. No, it's still a great record, and, and you know, I mean, I'm after talking about it, I'm going to go and listen to it again. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, and, probably, and, you know. and it's being reissued uh, next year, being the, uh, the oh 40th, the fortieth. Oh, all right, yes. nice. Uh, this year they just released the Bomber uh, and Overkill. The Bomber and Overkill in this right. massive yeah. big box. They're doing great. it again with uh, Ace of Space next great. year. Nice. So, it's um, just a shame the three guys in that album cover are no longer with us. I mean, it's really sad. <sighs> absolutely, that's you true. Know. That's yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. But the legacy is oh, it's music never dies. That's the beauty of it, you know. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, so. So, cool. Excellent, Ricky. Thanks for your time. That man. was fun. Thank, Thank you, very you. Much, guys. Appreciate and, the pleasure. Um, we'll uh, we'll see you in uh, Stockholm soon. Yeah. Eternal nights and your eternal tricks begin to make me sick. The only thing.